ever since like since even MySpace came up, I would hit people up, let them hear the music, and I like to let the music speak for itself because I don't want people to work with me because I've worked with somebody else. I want to be like, yo, I did a song with this guy. He did a song with Drake. Like, I want you to love either the music or me. If it's not that, then it's like, why are we doing this? You are listening to Testimony, a musician story featuring Promise. Yeah. What are they gonna say about the way that I vibe on stage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always my time I ride with my own wife. Yeah. And as long as that beat playing keeps saying I won't stop. Yeah. I'm gonna live my life right now, 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 right now. On September 16th, 1982, Promise Jason Jamal Shepard was born. Yes, Promise is not his stage name. It's his first name. And he has two middle names. So, Promise was born in Toronto, Canada. He is the eldest of one sister and grew up in a two-parent household. Both of his parents are from the West Indies, dad from Barbados and mom from Jamaica. Promise describes his family as a TV family because they had movie night and game night. Also, his mom made sure he and his sister went to church every week. And then one Sunday, he decided to go on his own. One day, my mom was sick, and usually she would be the one kind of rallying up the troops to go to church. <laughs> and um, I, think, I think I was maybe 17 or something like that, in my late teens, and she was sick, and I, was, I just happened to wake up on my own and get ready, like, yo, it's time to go to church. And she was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to go this week. I'm not feeling well. I'm like, what? I'm going by myself then. And she's like, okay, go. And so I walked a few blocks. It wasn't that far away, but I walked, you know, a couple blocks of church on my own. And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, I'm going to church by myself on my own accord because I want to. <laughs> the pastor said something. He was like, um... I don't think he created the quote, but he um, shared this with the church that one that that day when I happened to go by myself. It was like he's like, I would rather live my life as if there was a God than come to find out that there isn't, than live like there isn't and come to find out that there is. I was like, wow, that's so simple and true, and it makes sense. And that's kind of when it clicked for me, and I started. I said, you know what? Let me just activate this faith and start here. You know, then I started paying attention to the, the lessons and the teachings and the word and, and started just getting deeper in my relationship with God from ever since then. Started asking questions and stuff like that. Like, I, I had been going to church my, as far as I know, you know, as far as I remember, we'd been going to church, but it was just, you know, like something you did. Like a lot of, <laughs> a lot of artists in the mainstream, it's, you know, it's how they're raised, their mom or their grandma or whoever raised them. You go to church. That's just what you do. Doesn't matter how you live. That's a lot of people think, you know, Lord, yeah, this is what I do on the street. But are you kidding me? I have to go to church. <laughs> so that was just how 
certain people are raised, especially in like West Indian households, that that's how you majority of us are raised. You know, you go to church on Sunday, you you put on your Sunday best, I guess, or whatever. I don't necessarily agree with all that now, but that's how I was raised. You know, church is Sunday morning. We don't you don't even think of planning anything else on Sunday morning. A lot of people dream about acting in hit movies and TV shows. Not promise. He just happened to fall into it. And he just happened to meet one of the hottest rappers in the world right now, Drake. Before he was Drake. No, I didn't want to be an actor at all. I still don't even want to be an actor. But I mean, the money's great, but like, I don't have a desire to act. Um, how that happened was a friend of mine, Janae Olivia, she's a singer, songwriter, actress as well. She called me up one day and was like, so, because she knew I did music full-time at that time. That, like, you know, I've been doing music full-time a long time. So she knew that if I'm in town, I'm either just in the studio or at home, if I'm not on the road. So she called me up or she hit me on BBM or something. was like, yo, my agent is looking for some black guys for this movie. I'm not trying to work. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what I love right now. I'm trying to just expand on that and, and build this revenue, right? So... I was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to work. And she's like, yo, you know, there's a lot of music people in the movie. Maybe, you know, maybe it might be good for networking. And she's like, Shinny Wine's in it, Missy's in it, and Dark Child is going to be there. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know, that might be something cool. And so I I went, and it happened to be the movie called Honey, Jessica Alba movie. That was like the first movie I was in and, and how I kind of got into acting and like with the agencies. And then, you know, Degrassi came. Degrassi, Degrassi came after that through her as well. She was on she was on a student on Degrassi and she was like, you know, like this it's good, it's good money and like if you're here in the city and you're not performing, you're not on tour, just come and be on set with me. You know, I was like, okay. So I just got caught up in that and you know another friend introduced me to Drake. I met who is now 1985 for OVO, the producer. I met him there and another friend of ours named Jermaine Brown. And Jermaine was like, he heard my stuff and he said, yo, my friend, I think my friend Aubrey would really love your vibe. And then so he introduced us. He called him out from like, you know, the VIP rooms. <laughs> and we met in the stairwell and, you know, he heard my stuff and he's like, yo, it's dope. I kind of write too. And I was like, yo, let me hear some stuff. He read something. He's like, I never really recorded before, but I've been writing a lot. And he, he sent me some stuff and I was like, yo, you're nice though. Like for somebody who's not doing music, you're a lot nicer than, you know, other people I know. And then I brought him to my studio. I was like, you know, I got a studio. You should come through. 
brought him to my studio. We did a bunch of music together, yada, yada, you know, you know, then he went on to, you know, later on, years later, get signed by Wayne and all this sort of stuff. I haven't seen him in forever. I mean, I just chalk it up to we're in different circles a lot. You know, I don't, I don't go clubbing. I'm not at the strip club that often. <laughs> I've never been to a strip club. <laughs> yeah. We lived a different lifestyle. I can't understand where we would even cross for, for him to be like, yo, P, I haven't seen him in years. But I imagine we're still cool if we can't see each other. Promise has worked with a lot of popular artists, including Janae Aiko and Royce the Five Nine. So, how does he make that happen? What I would do and what I kind of still do is like, you know, I hit people up with the same message. It's short, it's to the point, it's like four or five lines, because I don't want to waste anybody's time, but I just want to introduce myself. This is who I am, this is where I'm from, this is what I do. Here's my music. I would love, I would love to connect with you. I'd love to hear what you think. If you like it, holler at me. That's it. <laughs> you know, and I would hit everybody up. Ever since like since even MySpace came up, I would hit people up with the same message and let them hear the music. And I like to let the music speak for itself because I don't want people to work with me because I've worked with somebody else. I want to be like, yo, I did a song with this guy. He did a song with Drake. Or, or he has multiple mixtapes with Drake or whatever. Like, I want you to love either the music or me and want to build with me, want to connect with me. You know, if it's not that, then it's like, why are we doing this? Wanted to sign, we want me to shine. They don't want me to rhyme, they want me to lie and sign posters. I was like, you out of your mind, so I had to decline, and now I'm just rapping to find closure. I know when the sun shines, it's over. Compromise my art? <laughs> no, sir. Hit the sky, don't part. My hopes will help me to smile at a dark night. Joker. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Hey, what's up? This is Promise, and you're listening to Testimony, a musician's story. A couple years ago, celebrated rapper The Truth announced he was starting a new label, Mixed Bag Entertainment. And Promise was one of the artists he signed. Yeah. Where do we come from? Where do we go? How can you live life if you don't know? I'm really asking What happened to music that touches the soul? Why do they 
remember the good times, it was so sweet. Remember hip hop got big and we all would sing, it was all a dream. And now it seems everyone's doing that same old thing. Same old song, same old beats, this is my M-E-T-H-O-D. Man. Remember. Remember. There was kind of like a bunch of labels that I was um, courting, I guess you could say, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, we were just talking and just you know trying to see if we wanted to um, make something happen and see what what was beneficial to everybody. And uh, Truth hollered at me, you know, when he got his situation settled with uh, Mixed Bag and he left his previous label and started his own thing and everything. And so he hollered at me and was asking questions about, you know, my situation. If you're still with Duck Down, are you signed with anybody and all this sort of stuff. And when he started inquiring, I knew what was going on, you know. He ended up uh, sharing his vision with me and I was like, you know, sounds cool. You know, I I like his stuff. He's a, he's a dope lyricist. And I was like, okay, you know. I'm down to try it. I'm still young. Let's try it thing and see see what happens. The deal looks good, you know. It wasn't any crazy record deal, so it was like okay, you know, it was more like a partnership. So I was like, All right, let's 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 take a run at it and see what happens. So you know, all I can say is you know, it didn't uh, it didn't work out. I guess I'm not sure. I, I honestly I I can't even tell you why. <laughs> I didn't release it. It wasn't my choice. My album, like I have, I do this full time. So I have albums upon albums upon albums just there, right? And so literally even before I signed with them, I submitted like three albums worth of material. So, because I was going to release an album myself. And then they came along and I was like, okay, you know, we'll try this. And um, then um, there was a plan in place. There was a plan. You know, let's drop a truth album, Heartbeat, to get everybody's focus back on, you know, on the truth. And so that's why you'll see Heartbeat, if you notice that all of us are on his album, all of the mixed bag artists. I killed that album. Listen to that Hope remix. Then they did the label compilation, which is kind of like, okay, let's, you know, let's introduce the label now to push the brand. Yeah, which it made sense. It all made sense. But then I was supposed to come right after that in September or whatever, but... If for whatever reason, no artists were released. They just dropped. Uh, they dropped another truth unplugged, and that was it. All of my stuff, all of my music was recorded before I even met them. So, I think how it looks on paper is like they licensed it to use on the compilation. You know, because they had to ask my permission because I I did the song. The label didn't pay for me to make those songs. Those are songs that I created for my album that was supposed to come out, you know, and they asked, he, they thought the songs were dope, and they are like, yo, can we use these three songs on the compilation? And I was like, cool, as long as I can release them later on my project. I don't hold grudges. I'm, you know, my family and friends are hurt or whatever, but I'm good. Like, I saw Truth just a month ago in at South by Southwest, and, you know, I, I'm cordial. Like, I'm, it's not, you know, 
animosity for me. It's it's just you know the the, the business didn't work out. I guess you know whatever. I gotta keep it moving. Like I, you know, I'm not getting any younger, and this is my 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 job. So I gotta just keep it moving. I can't be making battle diss songs and stuff like that. <laughs> there's, no, there's no time for it. To cliches and trends Set us all paper thin When will it change? Maybe it will Maybe it won't But one thing's for sure We're dying slow But there is hope Hope for the soul Now Promise has signed with Good Fruit Co. and has officially become their first non-Asian artist. I randomly went to Rapzilla. I don't even know why, but I happened to go to the site and Jayhan's video was up there, front page, last page. And he looked cool and fresh. And he was Asian. And I'm I'm always open to giving people a chance. You know, people give me CDs all the time. Producers give me CDs. I listen to all the stuff. You never know who's going to be who, you know? And I love working with people. I'm a songwriter, so I have, like, millions of songs, and I'm just trying to trying to place them somewhere. And so I saw him, and I gave his video a play, and I was like, yo, this is nice. This is fresh. He do good up here. And so I reached out, and I was like, yo... You know, I'm from Canada, I'm from Toronto. You should come up. I'll put you on a little tour. You know, put you on a few shows. And he reached back. He was like, yeah, that sounds dope. And, you know, he ended up coming out. I put him on, like, three or four shows. Um, then he found out that, well, his his the label manager found out that I did music. I guess we were emailing each other, and he seen something in the, in the signature. And he clicked and he was like, yo, you're, you're kind of fresh. And he played it to them and they're like, yo, our sounds kind of complement each other. Very soulful, you know, bouncy. Like, the vibe just meshed well. And we just, they brought me out on tour at the end of that summer, which was last summer, the Grey Ivory Tour. We did the East Coast. And it just felt like we were already family. Like, the shows were amazing. It was the best tour I've ever done in my life. 80% of the shows were all Asian. And I've never even been in front of an all-Asian audience in my life. So they were kind of nervous on, like, you know, this could go either way. It could go good or it could go horrible. And they were like, you know, we brought this guy from Canada. We don't know, you know, he's a black guy. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. And we'll feel so bad if, you know, if they're not receptive or, you know. The shows were, like, a thousand times better than anybody expected they were going to be. The kids were like off the wall. It was insane. And I was like, wow, why do I feel like I'm at home? This is so weird, but I love it. <laughs> I wish I could stay, but I gotta fly out. It's a buy for now, let the butterflies out. In a brand new world, let the plans are from, and I'm ready for the south. Took a flight out west, and took a trip up north, but it's still not home. I'm telling my mama I'm ready. She know that a boy is so ready to fly. Whoa. To the ends of the earth Put the plow to the dirt That your pride may hurt Dig it deep down For the sweet sounds That'll keep it going on and on Cause it's easy to get
get stuck in it Black hole of gold, you get sucked in it Friendship or gimmicks are capped at a limit Your time is no longer infinite So I would say to you Why'd you gotta leave? Can't you stay alone? This town is not the same When your mother's away Why'd you gotta leave? Can't you stay alone? I hate to see you go But you go I wanna stay but I gotta go I'm on a wave so I'm on the road I'm on my way to a pot of gold just know that you're something I treasure and nothing can measure my rainbow What I'm saying though, can I stay? No, though I seem so exhausted And I change clothes so often Cause I'm laying roads, they can't go So I can stay home with no mortgage No Range Rovers, no Porsches Just my base clothes and my closets And that's all I need Been able to pay the bills God gave a skill to share the way I feel Ain't my favorite meals off of label deals Just to say what's real so you can say I will Why'd you gotta leave? Can't you stay Recently, Promise dropped an EP, Television, spelled tell, T-E-L-L, A, then vision, V-I-S-I-O-N. The media uses their images and their stories and everything to impart into the children, and nobody really pays attention, you know, nobody really listens to the lyrics of Young Thug, Designer, Future, all these guys, and they're vibing with it, and you think it's okay, you listen to it on the radio, you let it play, your kid's in the back seat, they're singing along, they're singing to Drake, best I ever had, best I, because it's cool, it's melodic, it's catchy, not listening to the full lyrics, the misogyny, the the negativity, you know, you're just jamming because it sounds dope and the vibe is fresh. Oh, that beat goes hard. The hook is so catchy and not realizing that in between all that is like health, you know? because it's about you taking this 
this whole campaign into your own hands and sharing your story as well. You know, it's not just about me doing storytelling on tracks and stuff like that, but like you share your story. You have a story about how, how you came to know Christ, how, how God changed your life and whatever. And those are things that are going to help other people decide to follow him. Those are things that are going to change other people's lives. Cause you're going to be like, Oh, you went through it and you came out. How did you come out? Wow. I can come out too. The final track, Who Are You, is chocked full of heavy hitters. No Malice, Jen, and Montel Jordan. I, I remember when you ain't had the cash flow, you ain't wear your pants low, trust me. You were not high on the popularity list and the hilarious twists. It was cool, but you were not hot. I mean, if you ain't got no braids or rock those J's, it's okay, but you were that guy. Yep. And who knew it would plant out if you would just stand out and be the best you that you are for God? You don't like fittings? Huh? So what? Uh, it's okay. I get it. Uh. So what? Who cares what they do? Long as you stay true and do you, they can't say you did it. Who knows? If what you do will tell us how to improve ourselves, who knows? Maybe you two will help somebody stay true to self. That track is it's got layers of like people don't even understand until I like kinda of explain it to them. Like the song is called Who Who You Are. You know, on, off the top, it's just based off of kind of like, you know, identity. We're talking to youth and stuff like that. But, like, if you get deeper into, like, the background of the artists involved, like, we all we all got our footing in the mainstream. I mean, I'm still, I'm, I'm still, I still operate in the mainstream, but, like, that's, that's our connecting point. We all kind of, like, we know mainstream. And then we, you know, we got saved and we started um, trying to find our identity in Christ. So it's kind of like this whole identity pull of like, well, what do I do now? You know, Lord, I thought this was my gifting. I thought this was my calling. Like, what am I supposed to do? Can I still even rap? You know, because when, in our time, like, you know, well, Montel and them are a little bit older than me, but like in our generation, like rap was still being, still not as widely accepted in, in churches and stuff like that. You know, so it's like, can we even rap? That's why I wanted to pull all these guys together because I feel like we have that serious, like that strong bond of like coming from the mainstream and now operating under under God's hand and and kind of it's a journey back to where I think we should all be going back to where we were, but as new people, as new men. You know what I'm saying? I believe that malice. Malice was a platinum rapper under signed to Pharrell. You know, I believe that he should be rapping the exact same places he was before now, and not not completely changing. You know, obviously God puts you know whatever in different people's hearts. So if he feels different, that's you know that's unto him. But like, if anybody was to ask me, I feel like Jen needs to be back just with a new understanding of who he is and who his Savior is. You know, and just be shining over there, not preaching the gospel and, and telling these guys they're going to hell, but they're loving them and serving. You think that's that's but that's that's my perspective and my opinion. I like I'm not there's no right or wrong. I don't even know who started CHH or Holy Hip Hop or why it was started. Like I don't even understand that stuff because to me Christianity is it's my faith, it's my belief, it's not my it's not a genre. But I, I you know, I'm still trying to, you know, hash that out and understand all that and, and kinda like word things properly so that I don't offend people. I'm not trying to offend anybody, like, you know, because some people call me a Christian and talk about it, but some people don't. So 
So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. And like, I'm not offended if somebody does because I am a Christian, but I definitely don't make music for only Christians. You wanna be just like the rest. Okay, I get it. Okay, you don't know what I know. You Me not pretend to be that which I am not. Yes, I forgot my true identity. Reboot my memory. Tell me who am I? Just a guy with no ID, like the producer from the shot. That is until I met the one real, true living God who is also the sun. Chill, all smiles. I think about eternity. Yes, you call me your child, and me for a paternity test. Uh -uh. Steady making moves. It's for your glory, though. Excited like the dudes getting news on the Moby show. Just a service blessed with the gift to make music. This is why we do it. So no malice, Lord willing. We gon' do a track. Went down to VA, left with solid fellowship, and that's that. Now here we all full circle. Okay, I get it. God kept this promise. I never doubted it. Okay, I get it. <laughs> though I never been the type to be following trends. Okay, I get it. Okay. You wanna be just like the rest Okay, okay I get it okay, You don't know what I know You just don't get it You don't know who you are Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Positive music.